Welcome to Something About Grace. My name is Leland Smith. This message is called The Answer to Weariness. You know, there are many things that we face in life that God actually warns us about ahead of time in his word, and then he tells us how to overcome it. For example, Jesus said, In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So the first part of this verse warns us that we will have tribulation, and that's maybe something that we don't like to hear, but it is part of life. But the second part tells us that Jesus overcame the things in this world that caused tribulation. And in knowing that, we can be of good cheer. I like to think of verses similar to this as heads-up verses. Now, what I would like to explore in this message is what God tells us about overcoming weariness. Weariness means to lose your sense of pleasure and enjoyment in life that the Lord wants us to have. And it comes at us in at least a couple of ways. There might be more, and I'm not going to overanalyze something that I don't think needs to be, and it seems pretty clear in the Word. Here's my understanding and the way I see it. We get weary over specific things that aren't changing like we had hoped or expected them to, and maybe it's been years in waiting. For example, we may have a problem child and are waiting for the day that he or she will come around, or we're having financial challenges, or maybe it's a relationship going nowhere. And adding to this, the weariness can increase from day-to-day -day challenges, and those do come to all of us. Here's what Galatians 6 verse 9 says, Let us not grow weary in well-doing. Now, just because it's in the Bible, it doesn't mean it only applies to religious good deeds, etc., but serving the Lord in our daily routines of jobs and lifestyles. Then it goes on to say that in due season, we shall reap a harvest if we do not lose heart. So you see, God gives us a heads up concerning weariness. We will struggle with it sometimes, but he also tells us in due season, we shall reap a harvest. And here's the key if we do not lose heart, or you could say, lose your hope. You know, it's easy to miss the encouragement that God gives us right in the middle of our struggles, but there it is. He tells us in due season, we will reap a harvest. But again, we have to remember that we cannot lose heart or hope. That due season suggests a waiting period that can be difficult, and it definitely requires patience, so just hang in there. When we're doing the right things, but not seeing the results we're expecting, it's easy to think that nothing is happening. That's when we need to be on guard. Our minds will give us all kinds of excuses like, that's eh, never going to happen. It isn't making a difference, so why bother? Well, the problem with excuses is that they give us reasons to stay slaves to this type of thinking. And I've never met anyone who likes to be a slave to this mindset. But it's familiar, and you feel helpless, and you think, Oh, I guess this is just the way things are. By nature, we want answers. That's the way our minds work. But if we dwell on thinking like this and listen to all the bad news we're flooded with, we'll end up in a downward spiral that traps us, and we end up even more discouraged, tired, and depressed. We must pick and choose what we allow ourselves to think about, listen to, and watch. Weariness seems to sneak up on us, and it happens to me, I'll confess, when I'm physically and mentally exhausted. I've realized that I can't cheat myself out of the sleep that I really need. So let me ask you something. 
when are you the most vulnerable in your thinking? And I think that's very important to know. All right, let's get back to how do we overcome weariness? The Lord showed me a verse that has the answer. And it's one of those heads up verses I mentioned earlier. And it's one that we really need to remember. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Just three words into this verse tells us what the answer is to overcoming weariness. It says, wait. Now you may be thinking, well, how does that help? Well, let me explain something that I learned about waiting. To wait in context of this verse doesn't mean to just sit back and do nothing. It's not passive. It's a position of strength that we take. Wait means to look for God's goodness, to expect his favor, and long for his blessing. It also means to be active in expectation of what God will do. God shows us it's a paradigm shift from what you're struggling to do to letting him carry the burden. Here's how wait on is defined in Webster's, and this is really good. It says to remain in a state. Did you catch that? That's huge. To remain in a state in which you expect or hope that something good will happen. When? Soon. And to look forward to that something good happening expectantly. So, while you wait in expectation, your strength is renewed, not by willing it, but through your expectation and hope in the Lord. It says you will mount up or rise above the problem, so to speak, like an eagle that soars above the storms, and you will run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Again, it's the position we take knowing that God will do it. It's a huge adjustment in our thinking. So the next time you start to feel weary, remember Isaiah 40 verse 31 and give this type of waiting a try. And I realize that waiting is not always easy, but we really need to learn this discipline. While I was working on this, it occurred to me that a lot of our battles can be overcome with the same mindset, a mindset of our expectation of what God has done for us already. Oh, one more thing that the Bible talks about that we can use as a weapon is our mouth. We need to confess encouraging verses even if we have a hard time believing them. Now, here's something that's very important to remember, and I think that most Christians are unaware of. Are you ready? It doesn't matter what your head tells you. If you believe it in your heart, confessions will work in your favor. For example, in the Bible it says, let the weak say, I am strong. And you may not feel strong at the time, but just keep confessing it. A confession that I like to use is, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, because that reminds me of how God now sees me. And it reminds me of the things that I am now privileged to because of Jesus. And how does God see me now? He sees me just like he sees Jesus. Hallelujah. And remember, because God is also a friend, he wants us to talk about these things with him. Anyway, that's what prayer is. So don't let religious dogma get in the way. Just be who you are and talk to him. He's not an angry God. We're his children and he loves us deeply. In the book of Hebrews, it encourages us to approach God boldly and not with fear. Did you catch that? Not with fear. 
So in those times when you're experiencing something that's very difficult, just go to him and say, God, this is really tough. So I need your strength. And you always cause me to triumph. Wow, what a load off our minds to know that when we have physically and mentally drained ourselves, that God never tires and he's willing to share his strength with us when we need it. I want to end this with a couple of Bible verses that have to do with weariness so that you get encouraged to go to the Bible, which has answers for other things you may be struggling with. The first one is Matthew 11, verse 28. And this is Jesus talking, and this is a promise from him. He says, Come to me, all you who are weary, there it is, and burdened, and I will give you rest. And like I said, it's a promise. The next one is Jeremiah 31, verse 25. It says, I will refresh the weary, there it is again, and satisfy the faint. Now, the last verse I would like to share with you is John 16, verse 33, and this should give you comfort. This is Jesus speaking, and he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. So what are those things? They're answers in the Bible that will give you direction in any area of your life. And that, my friends, will bring you peace. Amen. Now, I have a request here. If you know anyone that needs to hear this message or other messages from my podcast, please share them because I'm hoping that they will help others. You've been listening to Something About Grace, and my name is Leland Smith.